glad you could join us for these few moments of devotion before heading off into the day. A few moments in God's Word, allowing God to speak to us before we preoccupy ourselves with lots of other things. So let's pray, ask the Lord to speak to us and uh, look into 1 Peter, which is where, we're, where we've been studying of late. Lord, thank you so much. What a joy to be able to pause, to come to you, to speak to you, to hear from you, to be changed in your presence before heading out into the hustle and bustle of the day. Lord, we come to you, come to your word, and we say, come Holy Spirit and speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, as I say, we're in this wonderful book of 1 Peter. Uh, Peter, the disciple, apostle, uh, he's uh, quite straight talking and a really wonderful uh, book that we've been going through these last few days. Uh, we're in chapter 2 and uh, we got to about verse 11, 12 uh, last time. I, I'm going to actually pick, just, just, just for, in terms of background, uh, verse 9, Peter's been just describing the magnificent calling that is ours as Christians, as Christ ones. Don't forget it. Don't lose sight of the privilege that is yours. You're a chosen people. You're a royal priesthood. Wow. Those are two things, of course, in the Old Testament. The, the, the kingly position and the priestly condition. Oh, my goodness. You're, you're, you're a royal priesthood. You're a holy nation. Wow. I mean, it's just piling on the description. It's magnificent. God's special possession. Oh, you could meditate on that all day. I hope, in fact, you know, underline it. God's special possession. That you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvellous light. In other words, these wonderful truths must make a difference in our lives. And as we move on now into what some much is the sort of second part of the letter, he's going to get real practical about what that looks like in our daily lives. Um, but once you, he's, but he's he's genuinely he can't stop talking about the 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 the, the, the privilege that is ours. Once you were not a people, you were nobody's. But now you are the people of God. Once you hadn't received mercy, but now you have received mercy. How good to continually remind ourselves what it means to be a Christ one, a Christian. Because it's on the back of that that the therefore has come. Oh, of course I must live differently. I've got this wonderful calling on my life. This wonderful privilege is mine. I, I, I want to live in the good of it. Anyway, the, the, good to remind ourselves the privilege that, yeah, of being a Christ one, a Christian. And that's exactly what, uh, so we've got the, the implications coming on now. Verse 11, dear friends, I urge you. It's a bit weak, the NIV. They don't really get the, the old translation would say, uh, beloved, loved, those that I love dearly, I urge you, uh, I beseech you, would probably, I think is in the older translation. Really strong words. Though I, Dearly loved ones, I strongly urge you. <laughs> do, do you get it? There's, there's real passion here and care. Um, loved ones, those that I love dearly, 
I, you know, I've, I've been noticing that a lot recently. I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned it on these dailies. This priority of love in the family of God. Um, it's really, really special and important, isn't it? You know, we can be a bit English sometimes, can't, aren't we? And yet, our love for one another, coming to the Lord's table and so on, and making sure that our relationships are good, um, earnestly, you know, earnestly contending for the unity of the Spirit, the bond of peace, really, really matters. And especially in a culture that is so quick to, to judge and uh, criticise and speak out against. Um, difference. I, I urge you, as foreigners and exiles, there it is again. We've had that in verse 1. Foreigners and exiles. As people for whom this is not home. He's making that point again. Made it in chapter 1. That's what, it, that's what it means to be a Christian. This is not our home. It's not. As foreigners and exiles, as those for whom this is not home, but those for whom heaven is their home, live differently. I, I, I feel passionately about, about this subject. Um, I think in the West, the comfortable West, we, we can settle, put our roots down, and uh, really, actually, kind of not think about the future and heaven and so on. In fact, we can always be fearful of it and just shut down. No, I don't get it. In fact, I think in our culture, in our in our in our day, um, the, the the whole uh, topic of um, the future and um, heaven and the coming of the Lord. It's, it, 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 it's either clothed in controversy and people just argue themselves silly about details or it, people just shut themselves off. Don't get it, don't understand it, park it, leave it alone. And neither are right. Because we, I, I find in scripture here, it, this should be an important part of our longing, our hope, our expectation in, in, in life, drawing us forward. Um, that's why I've written a book. <laughs> I, I think it's really important, and uh, that's what he's saying here. He may just remind them again: you're you're foreigners and exiles. You don't belong here, so live differently. Don't get too comfortable. Don't get into the patterns of the world. You, it, it takes a bit of effort not to get into the patterns of the culture around you, and that's what this passage is about. Now, you've got a heavenly calling on you. Therefore, don't live as though you haven't what he's saying as foreigners and exiles abstain from sinful desires which wage war against your soul okay so therefore he's making very clearly the point that um, that we can um, abstain that we have some sort of uh, ability to say no the grace of God causes us to say no to unrighteousness um, with the Holy Spirit is in us helping us um, we still have to take steps to make sure that we don't just go the way of the world. To, I urge you, I, I, it's, it's a strong plea, dear beloved ones, I'm, I strongly urge you, live like foreigners and abstain from the sinful desires that wage war against your soul. Attitudes and influences of the culture around you that they wage war against your soul. The, uh, John Piper's famous words uh, that I've quoted very often, the Christian life is war. That's not all it is. 
but it's always that. And that's the point that, that, that uh, is being made here, that, um, you know, we, we, we need to take some action with this high calling on us. <laughs> the presence of God is in us. We've got special possession. Take some action. Abstain sinful desires. Wage war against your soul. I'm sure we all know if we entertain certain thoughts too long, they be, they begin to influence us and have power over us. And it's it's learning to say no to unrighteousness. No, I'm, I'm not going to watch that because I just know there's some stuff that I don't, don't want. No, no, no. And I'm not going to think about that. I'm going to learn to put patterns in place where well, I will stop. We need to, we need to be proactive. As I say, our culture uh, it doesn't really uh, agree with that. You know, all these are. Uh, you can't help it it's it's to do with your genes or whatever and you uh, it's just it's, it, those desires are neutral just let it all out that's not what the bible teaches the bible teaches we've got a new nature we've got a heavenly calling therefore we need to take some actions put some patterns in your life to help you uh, to make sure you don't just go the way of the world um i, I haven't I've, crumbs i've not gone I've, I've kind of backtracked haven't i um I think I'm going to stop there. This is magnificent truth, and I think it's worth me stopping there and starting into my Lord. Oh, please help us. Thank you. We have the precious Holy Spirit in us. Thank you. We have the wonderful ability to, to worship and enjoy your presence, Lord. Would you help us in the challenges, in the battles? Well, we all know what that means. We all We all know the reality of the the influence that can wage war. Oh Lord, we want to walk with you today. We want to please you today. Help us with our patterns of thinking, our patterns of thought. Help us to, to, to make that response of, no, I'm not going there. I want to honor the Lord with my life, my thinking. So please go with us today. We want to please you. We want to enjoy you. We want to glorify you. Please help us, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. Well, I'll try and make more progress tomorrow. I, I hope God's word is doing you good all the same. God bless. Have a good day.